Hello, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I am your host, Richard Hogue, managing member of the Hogue Law Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan, but chances are you probably knew that already. How is everybody doing this morning? It's actually the day of closing arguments in Depp v. Heard. I know I'm excited about it. Uh, as always, if someone in chat could confirm that you can hear me, that I'm broadcasting, I just have this particular anxiety, nervousness about sending out into the void uh, that I always want to be sure of because honestly, StreamYard has sent me out into the void uh, before uh, and I would prefer that not happen again. Um, so hopefully you're having a good morning. It's obviously a crazy day. Uh, if you've seen videos from like uh, LNC or, or some other people, the line as uh, as kind of a thing outside of the Depp v. Heard trial has apparently gotten very, very tumultuous uh, this morning. People are fighting for their spaces. We do know uh, that uh, Ian and Rob got in the line. We don't know what else is happening uh, in the line. And we don't actually know, I don't think, uh, whether or not they have wristbands and are getting into the courtroom. Maybe that's changed since I at last checked. Uh, but it's quite wild uh, to see, uh, to see uh, so much well, so much interest. It's been quite wild for weeks and weeks and weeks. Uh, but it's quite wild to see uh, that um, uh, that interest has kind of boiled over into just craziness uh, on this Friday. But I think once we knew that the closing arguments were going to be today, May 27th, we knew, if we're being honest, that it would be pretty crazy uh, today. Uh, so with that all being said, I just want to check in on everybody. I'm reading the chat. I really enjoyed the pre-show discussion uh, of RPGs to give for Father's Day. You know, I love uh, role-playing games. I'm a gamer, uh, and I have my favorites from the last few years. If you have your favorites, leave them in the chat. I do see them. Sometimes it goes a little bit too fast uh, for me to check while I'm talking about an article, uh, but I love to have those conversations, and I love to have uh, those conversations with you all because Hangouts and Headlines is, is a lot of fun for me, as it hopefully is uh, for you. Now, today we actually have a rather fun article. I'm not going to go to this right off the top necessarily, uh, but the LA Times, a big newspaper, uh, if you're not in the United States, uh, did what amounts to a, a kind of biopic, a, what we might call a, a puff piece, a kind of uh, advertising copy for one of our friends here at the channel, uh, Emily D. Baker, which I think is, uh, is pretty darn awesome. Uh, and we're going to go through that. So don't expect today kind of uh, a, a rigorous analysis of statistics and important stuff about cultural moves and depth be heard and things like that. There are actually a number of articles that we could have brought up to do that. I think, frankly, today is going to get heavy enough uh, with the closing statements. And I really did want to cover this because this is this is kind of a rare event um, for, uh, for folks on YouTube in general, uh, but also folks in the legal YouTube communities. Um, so uh, Emily D. Baker, uh, has been on this channel a number of times. You can see some clips uh, of her trying uh, to to hold fast uh, to the, um, I guess we'll call it a limited swearing rule on this channel. Uh, just uh, and, and it's hilarious. So if you want to check that out, um, Emily has uh, done a lot uh, to talk to all of us um, that are doing legal analysis uh, on YouTube to talk about her tech, talk about um, her situation. She's been a fantastic person. Um, behind the scenes. And I think everything that we're about to read in this article is very well deserved. Um, so we're going to talk about that. There's also some references in there uh, to other folks we're going to talk about um, and uh, hopefully have a good, strong start to our morning uh, before we head on over to cover the Depp Be Heard trial. 
Now, um, before we get started, we just have a few super chats to hit. We'll have a little discussion, a little hangout before we do the headline, because I don't think this article is actually going to take us uh, very long. So I'll do that first. Let's see what we've got here. First and foremost, we've got a new member, DJ Canaday, became a YouTube member. Thank you so much, DJ Canaday. That is awesome. Apple Pie, good morning, Hogue. Good morning, Apple Pie. How are you doing this morning? Fridays are always fun, though I'm not sure every listener is actually on Friday. International Dateline frightens and confuses me, so you know how it is. Uh, Elise Rose, greetings from Eorzea. Let the final act begin. Elise, you can you can level with me. Are you are you always in Eorzea? Are, are you living in Eorzea? Is this just good accompaniment to mining in a field or doing whatever it is you're doing in Final Fantasy XIV? I love it. Don't get me wrong. I want to play that game more. And the more you guys talk about it, the more I want to download it again. Uh, but it's uh, it's pretty hilarious. You're always you're always in Eorzea. Uh, Luke Hogue, you don't like Mass Effect 2. All right, we'll get a couch this. Consider me disappointed. Sad, upset emoji. Nerd emoji. Still my favorite law tuber, though. Happy emoji. And I actually don't recognize that one. Whistleblowing emoji. Oh, shush emoji. Also, uh, LA Times. Who is uh, Alina, Alita, Majeka? Hmm, emoji, monocle emoji. Yeah, so Mass Effect 2, all right? We're not going to go too far afield here and just start talking about video game series. Although, you know, maybe one day we will. Maybe maybe one day I'll just have one of these. It'll be a video game headline. We'll just geek out over video games. Um, Mass Effect 2, a lot of people love it. A lot of, it's a lot of people's favorite Mass Effect game because it's very cinematic. It's got a lot of character stories. Um, it didn't follow up for me on the story of the original Mass Effect, which was about exploration and existential threat from outside the galaxy. And I'm already nerding out here at 7.06 a.m. Eastern, uh, but Mass Effect 2 was kind of a sojourn that I didn't enjoy because I felt it was a side story that honestly the series could have uh, could have done in a different direction. But I understand why people love it. It's just not my favorite. Kind of moved away from what I liked so much about Mass Effect, which is kind of the Star Trek feel exploration dealing with kind of really real ish um uh galactic relations and moving more towards a, a star wars fantasy but in kind of a gritty reboot setting um so if you love it that is awesome i will never tell anybody not to like something that they love it's not my favorite and actually if you go i actually don't know where this is kept um i think it might be iron lord's podcast there's a big debate amongst a lot of gamers uh, about whether Mass Effect 1 or Mass Effect 2 is better. And, and, you know, I make some outlandish statements to elicit reactions from my friends in that uh, in that capacity, which you can definitely check out. Uh, thank you so much for the super chat. Anton Ivanov, RPG. Look up Mazes and Minotaurs, all free. I don't know that one. I will look it up. Thank you so much for the suggestion. The Law Patrol, Morning Hogue, TGIF. What is that? Shocked emoji, wind emoji. It, yeah, thank God it is Friday. Thank God it's the last day of the trial. Right. I think if this was if there was another week of the trial, um, I think we might all collapse in exhaustion. Uh, but thank God it is the last day of the trial. I know a number of panelists think that a verdict might come back today. That would surprise me. Uh, but a number of folks actually do think that. Louis F., are you in talks with Sean Astin to play you in a movie? Man, I wish that guy is a gifted actor. Um, yeah, I think I think it could work well. Samwise, man, what, who's a better friend than Samwise Gamgee? Uh, Carly loves Big Bang German Hogue Fan Club. Good morning. How does it feel to have reached the last day of the depth trial? Uh, happy face emoji. Unbelievable. Uh, honestly, there were points in the middle there that I thought that this day would never come. 
Uh, it also, in some ways, feels like we started five minutes ago. I look at some of those early dates of when we were covering this, and it's like mid-April. Um, and it's like, wow, what a month this has been. What what a two months uh, this has been. And I'm so grateful to all the support from folks like you for actually having these conversations and hangouts on a Friday morning. I developed this during the break week uh, of the trial, and it has been such fun to talk with you all. Um, and I wouldn't change it for the world. Apple Pie, re-Final Fantasy XIV. You're my company while I grind gathering for achievements. Excellent. That makes a lot of sense. Well, good luck with your achievements. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, thank you so much for, you know, having me in Final Fantasy land with you. Uh, Sith Randall, want to say well done for staying objective. Yesterday, I noted other panelists referring to our case as in the Johnny Depp case. I try, it, I try some, you know, especially after all the evidence is in. Uh, some people have just decided it completely. I, it, it's hard for me to blame them uh, on that uh, at this point in the trial. But yeah, I try. I try. Thank you so much. Crazy Cat Queen, first time on YouTube this early. First visit to Hangouts and Headlines. Welcome. Enjoying the Hangout. Enjoy the headlines. Uh, and uh, yeah, we're going to go over to uh, coverage of the case in about an hour and a half or earlier um, if, uh, if we just uh, have an early Hangout. So we'll see. Energetics, DUI guy paid $4,000 and now he can't get in. Keep ID up. Keep it up? Yeah, well, that's interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know how he's trying to get in the line. He, he He's trying to buy a line spot from people. I don't understand. I don't, I don't know anything about that. Uh, Denim CB, yes. Uh, Elise is gathering while I'm, while I'm on in heaven on high as we listen to you, the trail. I love it. You know, maybe... Maybe we can just uh, hammer out a market here where I talk to folks while they're in MMO grinds. And it's just, hey, how you doing? How's that MMO? The mechanics doing well? They haven't nerfed any of your weapons yet, have they? And just have just just have conversations uh, with folks doing their thing in a place like Final Fantasy 14. Uh, that's a lot of fun. Clearly, I'm in a hangout mood. Uh, clearly, I'm slightly delirious. We're getting like, I don't know, four hours of sleep a night. And uh, it's um, it's interesting. Flox's third wife, second husband. Hi, Hogue. Any thoughts on EA no longer making FIFA? Yeah, I do have thoughts on that, actually. Um, uh, it looks like FIFA over-leveraged their position. Well, the rumors we heard is that they were asking for essentially double the license price in order to slap FIFA on the box and probably use the World Cup, uh, depending on how those are licensed or whether they're licensed together. And EA balked at it and said, no, we don't need that license. It's not that valuable to us. And so now they're making, what is it, EA Sports Football Club, something like that? Um, and I honestly think if I were in EA shoes, I would have done the same thing. So my, my thoughts are that there's a point in time where somebody's offering you something and the price gets to be too high. And you have to be smart enough to know that that would be, you know, using bad money uh, to try to maintain the status quo in that case, because FIFA is one of their most popular properties. Uh, so they're going out on a limb. There's a small amount of risk with changing the name, of course, but they have all the other licenses to all the other sports leagues. And I think they'll be just fine. Uh, and honestly, FIFA as an entity, as an organization, is not necessarily one you want to share your brand with, right? So those are my thoughts. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, Sinead Byrne, did the jury know that there was time limits? I think they know when Elaine kind of shouted it at them. It may look like Amber's team didn't have people to rebut the case when they actually ran out of time. I don't know that that matters. I mean, that's up to them to control those optics. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think Elaine running out and uh, running around, I think even maybe Rottenborn once in that case says something like, you know, we have 
time constraints here. You have to answer quickly. But the jury did know even before the break that closing arguments were set to be today. So they knew the parties had to be worked on, on something to make sure that that happened. And they could see that it was Amber Heard's team that was running around trying to make it happen. And Johnny Depp's team, you know, has alpacas in its pocket and is putting candy on other people's desks and whatnot. So uh, it, it was certainly a different demeanor by the time you rolled around to the last day of testimony. Daniel Mason, been following your opinions and relatively unbiased analyses. I think that's all we can hope for as humans. I like relatively unbiased. Since the beginning of the Dr. Disrespect issue, thanks and keep up the information. I'm happy to. I love this stuff. I love having these conversations. The only thing I regret a bit is that I know people that love my game stuff and my tech stuff have been left in the lurch for like uh, 10 or, or 14 days um, because I've just been spending so much time doing this and practicing law and working at a law firm. Um, so I, I apologize for that. We are going to uh, be doing all of that once I don't have 12-hour trial streams every day. Definitely. Don't worry about that. Commenters that are asking for more gaming content, that will happen. Elise Rose, Aorzia is my second home. I think that's awesome. I mean, I think MMOs can, can definitely do that. Um, I haven't gotten into one so much, probably since Final Fantasy XIV. That's probably the one I've, I've done the most. Um, so, yeah, you're going to convince me to download this again by, by the time this uh, trial finally reaches a verdict. Jermaine Down, how profound is it that JD gets to have his closing on the anniversary of the TRO? Isn't that crazy? Isn't that one of those things that you look at in life and you're like, no way, no way should that happen. If it were in a script, you'd say, no, it can't be the sixth anniversary uh, of the TRO. It can't also be your daughter's birthday. It's a little bit much, don't you think, screenwriter? And yet, as far as I could tell, that's a reality here. Uh, Alicia Davis, why don't you believe we will reach a verdict today? Uh, in general, I mean, it's six weeks of testimony. Uh, it's 2,000 pieces of evidence. Um, it would surprise me if it's a walk-in, walk-out type of verdict. Um, but if everybody agrees, if everybody walks back there and says, hey, are, are we voting this way? Everybody says yes. It could be very short. Uh, but if you have to have conversations at all, there are so many pieces of evidence in so many different ways to have those discussions if somebody isn't quite on the same page as the rest of the jury that it would take a while, just kind of naturally, because of how big this trial actually is. We will see. We will see. Like I said, a lot of other panelists think maybe today's the day. And they're not wrong if for only because it's Memorial Day weekend here in the United States. And that's generally a big go to the lake, cook some brats, have some burgers type of weekend. And it could be that the jury wants to not have this hanging over its head over the course of that three-day weekend. So we'll see. Marion Talbot, I work for a large IT international and I'm supposed to be finishing my portfolio budget planning for FY23. Instead, here I am, uh, blushing emoji. Well, good luck getting that kind of stuff done. I'm very sorry if I'm a distraction. Hopefully I can just be background noise so that I don't kill your productivity. Uh, but thank you so much for the super chat and the support. Uh, FF14 Vieira, first super chat, come to Eorzea. We have cookies. I'm actually really curious about this. So, you know, we have a couple thousand people watching. Like, how many of you are in Final Fantasy XIV right now? It's very, very interesting. I got Germany uh, uh, that uh, that regularly says hi, and I got Eorzea, a, a fictional land in Final Fantasy XIV that regularly says hi. Uh, and that's a lot of fun. I, I love games. There's no, there's no doubt about that. Uh, let's just capture a few more of these. You all are ready to go this morning. I'm very happy uh to chat with you all hangouts are a lot of fun oh and i'm scrolling too fast let's do let's do this one 
Oima, good morning, Hogue. Have a happy Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be catching up on my work, but it will be happy, and my daughter is so, so excited about Stranger Things today. Don't tell her that you know. She is so, so excited. Um, and uh, so we're going to have fun with that. We're going to watch it a lot tonight. Um, and honestly, my kids miss me uh, from all the time that I'm spending on this. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that, too. Uh, B667, $1 billion license fee, no exclusivity, only name in World Cup. FIFA thinks they can crank out a quality game on their own. Quick. LOL. Yeah. I think FIFA thought they had more leverage than they did. EA I, makes dumb decisions, just like all these companies. This is not one of them. Uh, in my opinion. So I think EA made the right call on this, but we will see. Thomas Hogue, hey, Dad. Early morning. Good morning, Dad. Kind of have to talk about yesterday's implosion of Amber Heard and its effect on the case. Puff piece on EDB is great, but speaks for itself, in my opinion. Also, I'm a bias towards Rick Hogue. I virtually got a, I'm sorry. Did my dad just send a super chat and complained about the article I put? for today i mean is that is that what happened <laughs> uh hey dad yes amber heard imploded on the stand we did in fact see that um and their strategy and decision making and putting her up in the first place is questionable i have said on the panel i was on uh that i think that amber heard uh probably helped drive that decision making somewhat wanting to be the last voice uh that the jury heard obviously i think to all who watched backfired pretty substantially uh, but I love you, Dad. I'm going to cover this article. We're going to chat about this article. And uh, you know what? Maybe we'll chat over the weekend uh, about which article you would like to see covered here in Hangouts and Headlines. I appreciate your support. That's uh, funny. Uh, Rajal Gul, number one. GM Hogue, thoughts on Star Trek Below Decks? Um, you know, I've only actually watched a couple episodes. It's It's not exactly my humor. It's a little bit Rick and Morty. It's a little bit frantic. Uh, but I intend to watch some more. I, I think modern Star Trek is a little bit hard to watch for me, uh, but I do really enjoy the first three episodes of Strange New Worlds, and that's not me throwing shade at the fourth episode, which I know is out. I just haven't gotten a chance to see it yet. Um, so if they can continue that, uh, Strange New Worlds is probably my favorite Star Trek in quite a long time. Um, so thank you for asking. Zach Fish, what's that movie with Patrick Swayze where he dies and comes back to ruin his girlfriend's pottery business? Uh, that would be Ghost. Ghost. Alexandra Rola, listening to you while I was working on getting my Lalafell to be level 80. <laughs> Omnicrafter and Omnigatherer would have been so much better. Uh, I love that. What is that? A hammer and sickle? I, I love I, I love that tweet. Uh, or super chat, sorry. Uh, for uh, for Aorzia again. That's uh that's that's good times. Uh like I said, we have a we have a burgeoning uh, uh, market here in, in talking to people that are grinding out achievements, uh, in MMOs. So let's, let's do a little bit more conversation. Uh, and then we'll, uh, and then we'll put up the article um, because I do think it's fun, regardless of what my dad thinks. Uh, I think it is, uh, I think it's enjoyable to talk about these things and also to celebrate people's successes. Um, you know, I don't think that we do enough of that in general in life. And certainly in this space, we do a lot of very critical reading of journalism, and that's important, but celebrating success is also important. So let's look at this a little bit more. Because Thridhard, did Dennison win every single duel? How? I would argue that Dennison lost his first duel with Dr. Hughes uh, and made up for it in his second bite at the apple. But unlike some, I think Dennison is a stone-cold badass. It's just that his approach doesn't match some of the more dramatic, theatrical, cinematic things 
uh, that, in all honesty, we like. We like to see. We like to see Camille Vasquez, uh, you know, do that um, on the fly, uh, prepared, organized, very concise, um, a bit aggressive sometimes, but often deservedly so. Uh, and Denison is a lot more Columbo coming in there being like, well, you know, you couldn't possibly mean this. Uh, that you just said you have to follow the instructions and that you you were angry at Dr. Curry for not following the instructions. Uh, you should really think about that because here are your instructions. Yeah, I mean, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. I really like Denison, as it turns out. Bo Mama 8 question. Are you familiar with the behavioral panel? Check out their videos giving behavioral analysis on Amber Heard and JD. Very interesting. Uh, yes, I've seen them in my tweets. I don't know. Uh, I don't know that I've ever watched one of their videos. So I will check that out. Adida. I feel like I will need rehab after the dumpster fire of Depp v. Heard, uh, but I hope you keep H&H going. I'm happy to be addicted to that wiki emoji. Uh, yeah, I, you know, when I was kind of concepting this out, it was designed to be uh, not uh, just Depp and Heard, but instead headlines and talking with you all every morning, as it turns out, because uh, I like this slot. A number of you like that slot. And I do apologize for yesterday. Unfortunately, the author of that Observer piece canceled on me. I put it in Twitter. I put it on the community tab of this channel. I know a number of people said they didn't know that that had happened and were excited about it. In all honesty, leave me a comment. I don't actually know where uh, where to otherwise notify you of these things. Um, so I, I do want to notify people, but um, I, I, I put it everywhere I could think of. Casey Spinks, good morning, Rick. I've enjoyed seeing you on Legal Bites during the trial. I also hope to see Kurt over there as well. Video game, blue heart, cowboy hat emoji. Uh, yeah, I think we're all going to be there. I think it's going to be uh, a lot of fun. Uh, we've we've built up to this uh, at the end of all things. As I know I've said a couple of days now, but I love saying it, and so I'll say it again. Uh, and uh, I think we're looking forward to definitely two hours of dry jury instruction reading. If you guys don't know, that's what we're starting with. We're, we're starting with uh, however many pages are in that stack that the judge held up at the end of yesterday of jury instructions that will be read like this. Uh, and so uh, get excited, I guess. Uh, closing will happen sometime after that, maybe in between an hour and two hours after the actual start of court. Uh, and maybe somebody could tweet out to uh, alert you in case you don't want to go and follow the jury instructions. But we'll be having fun. We'll be talking about what they mean, hopefully, if they're read clearly enough uh, while we're there. Uh, Lewis F., Devil's Advocate, Azeroth. I'm sorry. Azeroth being the World of Warcraft land instead of Eorzea being the Final Fantasy XIV land. Uh, just a little humor from Lewis F. Kay Flanagan, thank you for the balanced coverage of this trial and for how you support your LawTube community. I love I love the LawTubers. I love everybody that's trying to get out there and put good information uh, out, definitely. Alicia Davis, what was your favorite part of the trial so far? That's a good question. My favorite part? Uh, I really like, I mean, I, Johnny Depp's redirect and Amber Heard's cross, which is, you know, two things, so I'm already cheating, are where I think the turning points of the case were in terms of the testimony. And everything else is kind of support for those two uh, propositions. Um, so those are my favorite parts, probably. Um, but certainly, you know, there, there are other things. There's seven objections in a row against, uh, you know, Elaine that was really funny. Uh, there are snarky comments. I do like the judge saying you're just a snarky guy to Ben Chu. That was very amusing. Uh, and uh, there, there's been a, so much in six weeks. I will think on that further, but it's a great question. MM, love your mind, ho. Greetings from Slovakia. Hello, Slovakia. That's very cool. And thank you for the kind words, MM. Uh, Kelly C., good morning from an island downriver. Love H&H. &H. Well, good morning to you, Kelly C. Thank you. 
Drive-by commenter, I disagree on the whole notion that there isn't a larger connection to this case. Amber Heard saw it was okay to weaponize victimology because our fourth estate has done it for so long now. It's like the crucible. Well, I think you can argue that everybody operates in the environment that they know. Uh, and that's what's happened here. And I think that's certainly a worthwhile kind of discussion. Uh, but my main point when I say there isn't a larger connection or that you shouldn't take more from the case is that what's in front of the jury is really just evidence of specific experiences. And you don't want to treat those things or the evaluation thereof as representative of something larger, because that's that's kind of a dangerous game for either side, for however you feel about any kind of social movement or anything else, because you're depending on imperfect facts of specific experiences. Um, and, and that doesn't mean anything for whatever your politics or your social movement or your backing might mean. Um, so that's really what I mean when I say that kind of thing. Sam, did you catch the fact that Amber Heard's team entered the same picture for two different incidences during the testimonies? Because I didn't. Yeah, we saw it when it happened, when they put it in again, uh, it, somebody uh, on the panel or through tweets showed that it was entered twice. Um, I think it's essentially an organizational error on the Amber Heard team. Uh, but, you know, it, there, it, you shouldn't have those organizational errors and you can certainly look at them more nefariously. Mark XR. Hi, Hogue. Greetings from the beautiful uh, Nürburgring, Nordschleffe. I'm sure I butchered the crap out of those. Now H&H &H and then Motorsport 24-hour race. Greetings from Germany and thanks for your content. Nerd emoji, uh, peace sign emoji. Thank you. Yeah, I recognize Nürburgring from like Gran Turismo. I feel like I've raced there. Uh, so uh, have fun uh, watching everything today. Crazy Cat Queen. Oh my God, I love that your dad pops in your chat. Uh, so does he. So does he. I, I think this is the first time dad has actually popped in with a criticism of uh, my material. Uh, but I love it. I mean, hey, my dad has opinions. Uh, he he texts them to me uh, basically every day. Um, and now he did it uh, in super chat form. So fantastic. Steph Jack UK predictions of MSM's reactions if JD were to win. Hi from sunny England. Hub and I both subscribers. Him for gaming, me for games and everything in between. Stars in your eyes emojis. Uh, I think you, you will see the Amber Heard team do a public relations push to essentially call the system broken. Uh, and I think um, the reactions will be a kind of navel gazing, chin stroking, opinion writing of, you know, to some extent, is this the right decision? Where did we go wrong? And then a combination of like, isn't meme culture and the internet terrible? And don't you wish you were still in the halcyon days of print journalism? Again, coming from journalists. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit more careful introspection of how they reported on this thing, maybe from like the margins. Um, thank you for the super chat. Abstract class, happy closing day, Hogue. Happy closing day to you. Do you think you could ever do a series of videos on the legal side of making games for the indie dev crowd? I will tell you this. I have a series that should be shown on my channel front page called, um, I think it's reading a game publishing agreement or something like that, that talks about every single aspect of that contract, which kind of dovetails with a little bit of that um, it doesn't talk about everything or actually setting up your company. That's a good idea. But at least for right now, we do have that content, which in my opinion is very interesting and fun. Uh, Bowman 8, question, did Judge A dismiss the jury uh, just for yesterday, just to have a short day? Don't they have to be present for closing arguments? They'll be back. They just got, a, they just got the afternoon off. Just to confirm, we won't get a verdict until next week. We don't know. 
once the jury has the case, essentially the verdict is eligible to come in at any time. Um, and so my personal belief is you're looking at Wednesday, Thursday of next week. A number of other people think that there's a good chance that it comes back today. They're going to get it sometime, I would guess, early afternoon, maybe mid-afternoon. And then they'll have four hours to look at it before they're likely to leave. And there certainly is going to be a push, at least if they're interested in it, of getting it off their plates and not having to come back to any of this before Memorial Day. Um, and so a lot of my fellow panelists think that that Memorial Day item will, will drive them to make these decisions. Washburn Idol first heard your name coming from the sultry voice of Brandon Jones of Easy Allies and Game Trailers. And all I can say is I should have subbed you sooner. Loved your trial coverage and excited to see everything else you make. Well, thank you so much for the support. Uh, and yeah, I love Easy Allies. Obviously, you know, I sponsored them for a number of years. Uh, and yeah, it was always fun uh, to, to hear some uh, marketing copy uh, come from Brandon Jones. And honestly, it was it was fun to chat with him behind the scenes. He's a, He's a great guy. Zach Frisch, did you like the changes to Final Fantasy VII Remake? On this channel is a, I think it was actually even done as a live stream, is a post-mortem on Final Fantasy VII Remake where you can find more about how much I didn't like the changes to Final Fantasy VII. So, something to look forward to. I appreciate the super chat. Abby Progressive, Rick, question, will Amber's hold the Johnny Depp show comment stick with the jury in her favor? I actually think it doesn't work so much in her favor because she says, I am, you know, the professional one. I have the decorum. I'm not sitting here snarking on everybody. And then the Johnny Depp show and much of her tone in that cross-examination really came out, I think, wrong in terms of what you want to sell to a jury. And that, to me, was sarcastic. Um, and I think Camille did a good job of effectively saying, so everyone ever is a liar, uh, except Amber Heard. And I believe that'll be a part of their closing statements today. Curtis Adams, love watching you on Legal Bites. Your insight is not only very valuable and educational, but just plain fun. Question, Final Fantasy VI or seven? Why is your answer seven? LOL. You actually picked the one where my answer will be six. Final Fantasy VI is my favorite Final Fantasy and one of my favorite games of all time. Final Fantasy VII is great, though. Very high up there. Uh, and Final Fantasy VI is my favorite because I just like, um, I certainly like the act break, uh, which you know what I mean. Um, and the way that it kind of uses a mass cast of characters to tell a kind of global story. Final Fantasy VII is awesome and amazing, uh, but Final Fantasy VI is my favorite. Dean, 008, FYI Newsflash, DUI guy just lost 4,000 trying to get in line. Upset crowd, refused entry, LOL. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, that, that would certainly be a bummer. I wouldn't want to lose that kind of money. I have no idea what happened in this story, so I'm going to take your word uh, for it, Super Chat. Gecko Gamer, I'm pretty sure that FIFA became better known to the public thanks to EA, no doubt. As an organization, no doubt. That's how I first knew about it back in the, I don't even know, Sega Genesis days. Moby, Hogue, do you believe MSM as so pro Amber Heard because the op-ed didn't name Depp, but she still got sued and what the ramifications of that are to future op-eds. That's actually a great point, right? To some extent, even though the Washington Post isn't a party here, journalism is going to be generally worried about anything that they look at as an expansion of defamation law, libel, slander, what have you, because they're in the business of putting words on pages and sending them out to people. So any enhancement to the exposure of that process is something that they're not going to love. But realistically, I think it's a little bit more political and opinionated and societal movement-y 
than just protecting the liability for those journalists. But it's a, it, it's a part for some, definitely. Thank you for the super chat. The Heathers, have you heard of Legends of Soulguard video game and uh, what I think elf emoji? Um, no, I don't think I have. Maybe I should check it out. Anna Norberg, could JD close with if I win, I will donate all to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles? Um, no. Uh, effectively, I think that would look like trying to bribe the jury or something along those lines. Uh, but uh, more importantly than can he, he shouldn't. Um, it, it's it's the kind of thing that you could do after the fact as a PR move if you're so inclined to do that. Uh, but it shouldn't really be a part of the legal proceedings. Uh, in my opinion, and you might need you know a, a, a litigator to talk about that a little bit more, um, but no, I don't think that he should do that. Carly loves Big Bang, German Hogue fan club, huge Care Bear fan here, Rainbow Bear biased. If you ever go to Seoul, there's a huge Care Bear store with an adventure program it's fun to experience. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I really, you know, if you were to ask me why in the world did you go out with Care Bears on Wednesday, I couldn't, I couldn't tell you exactly how that happened. Uh, but um, yeah, I guess uh, inspiration. And I know a number of people left me comments that are like, you're old and who are these bears and what are you doing? Uh, and uh, that's funny too. That's funny too. Oima, I knew she canceled. I just thought you'd do other articles instead. No biggie regardless. Yeah, I was going to do a Thursday stream. In all honesty, just to talk to you, you know, real talk here, I hadn't necessarily planned on doing this every morning. I hadn't planned on doing it in mornings at all in terms of time slots. This is just what worked out for a little bit. Folks came, had the conversation with me. I really like that. Um, so I like this time slot. And said, okay, we'll keep doing that. Uh, but in my head, I had never anticipated that it was an everyday kind of thing. Clearly, based on the response yesterday, more folks want this to be an everyday kind of occurrence. And so I'm inclined to do it. But some days I'm not going to be able to do an episode either because of an early morning meeting or sometimes, you know, I, I wake up with a headache. Um, yesterday, essentially, I said, now is a good time with everything that we have to do for two more days of testimony to get an extra hour of sleep. Uh, and that's ultimately what I did. Um, I'm not entirely certain how to make that known. Uh, but going forward, we're going to figure out the schedule to this thing over the summer. Um, and there are going to be some weeks where I'm on vacation and things like that. And I'll try to figure out how uh, you know, to leave that as a message for people. Freddie Johansson, greetings from Sweden and Eorzea. Hello, Sweden and Eorzea. Love the content and your devil's advocate mind. Heart emoji. Thank you so much for the support. Uh, the Law Patrol, thoughts on open world nature of Halo Infinite, still an ongoing debate among my friends. Controversial, but I can't see how they could lay the foundation for a 10-year plan. I really don't like Halo Infinite as much as some others. I thought that the open world is maybe a good foundation for a better game to come, uh, but I didn't find that game in Halo Infinite, certainly not in the campaign. Uh, so my hope is that they're making a Halo Infinite 2 or they're otherwise figuring out how to put things in that world because it felt empty to me. That's just my honest, honest opinion. Jonathan, I've enjoyed the past several weeks of your analysis. Thank you for the long hours. Thank you for the support. That is very, very generous of you. Um, and yeah, they've been long hours, but I've had a lot of fun doing it. Emily Morer, I had the same reaction you did to the Stephen Duders text, but when you are ready to not be in juror mode, read his witness statement in the UK case. It clarifies a lot. Good to know. Yeah, when I heard that in the pro-offer, I said, whoa, okay. That one got kicked out. It is hearsay, but that does change my opinion of things a little bit. Uh, but we do have Johnny's testimony saying, look, I asked him to say whatever it took uh, to get her calmed down, which is a pretty good, I guess, uh, excuse for that. Um, but yeah. All right. So 
Um, we're still collecting super chats. We've got a lot more to do, but um, I do want to talk about this article that my dad thinks is superfluous and unnecessary. So thanks, dad. Uh, so let's do that now. While we've got the chance, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial has turned this ex-LA prosecutor into a YouTube star. And of course, if you've been following basically any of us, you know who an ex-LA prosecutor is here in this community. That's right. It's our purple-haired, purple-hearted friend, Emily D. Baker, with some just big shots uh, of her uh, and for the Los Angeles Times here. It starts out, Emily D. Baker is exasperated. In the penultimate week of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp's defamation trial, I think they just picked this week to put this article up or to do this interview so that they could use the word penultimate, Baker at times rises from her seat in her home studio or fans herself with a small blue book of the federal rules of evidence as she delivers a steaming critique of Heard's attorney, Elaine Bredehoft. I love, I, journalism is fun. There's nothing wrong with any of this. There's no analysis. It's just, it's just very much you are now, as a living person, and as someone who regularly converses with Emily Baker, you're now like a, a novel character, right? You're like basically in a storybook. You're exasperated. You get some narration about what you just did when, you know, I've seen Emily Baker uh, fan herself before. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, it, was, uh, it was a fun time uh, to, to have the LA Times in her home having this conversation. Uh, we continue. This is preposterous, Elaine. You don't do speaking objections. And I can't do Emily's voice, but you know how that sounds. Baker, 44, seethes as red lights flash to indicate another thousand subscribers have signed up to her channel. A so-called super chat message. I don't even know. Do, do any of us know what those are, really? A so-called super chat message. I love, I love the reporting that makes it sound like some kind of alien convention here, right? We don't, how could you possibly know, dear reader, what a super chat is on the most popular video sharing service on earth? But to be fair, a number of people won't. Uh, so this is perfectly fine description. It's just amusing to me, obviously. It flashes across the screen from a viewer who paid $10 to let the audience know she thinks the judge is being too easy on Bredehoff. Now, the construction here, right, is a little bit, I don't know, condescending, right? It's somebody paid $10 to essentially uh, just talk about her being too easy on Bredehoff. This is a mess, and the jury is going to see it's a mess, Baker adds. It is just another day in the weeks-long trial for this former Los Angeles deputy district attorney turned YouTuber whose live stream commentary has drawn audiences surpassing that of mainstream outlets like Fox or Entertainment Tonight on the platform, which is maybe one reason why you see the Los Angeles Times covering this along with the prosecutor angle, right? That one of the things that Los Angeles as a city, as a town is interested in is entertainment and they're taking note as others have in a more negative light than this article that, whoa, People on the internet are getting like more than linear cable and more than people watching it on actual media with a lot more production costs. So what's happening here? LA fans might want to know. As Johnny Depp testified at one point Wednesday morning, Baker had about 128,000 live viewers. Congratulations, Emily. That's awesome. Compared with 72,000 for Live Now from Fox and 86,000 for ET Entertainment Tonight, which is fantastic. Baker, whose shock of purple hair and tinted glasses have become her trademark look, as well as, I would argue, looking at my chat right now, floods of purple hearts if she shows up or if you mention her name, uh, is, uh, is, is quite the character here. Is one of a growing number of legal experts who are making their name not on traditional media outlets like Court TV, 
Court TV, of course, being a traditional media outlet, primarily from the genesis in the O.J. Simpson trial, when an article like this one was undoubtedly written saying, why are people watching trials uh, like they are? So it's, it's interesting to see the story come all the way around the horn. But online, this new cottage industry of attorney social media stars highlights how media consumption has shifted since the days when lawyers would drop into a TV news broadcast to comment on a big case like the O.J. Simpson trial or more recently the Kyle Rittenhouse case. And this is what I mean. Everything old is new again, right? Because all of this would have been the commentary when that first start happening at the O.J. Simpson level. The Depp versus Heard legal battle is showing how much of this audience, current people living on the planet Earth, is turning to platforms such as YouTube or TikTok for information. There has been a kind of historic shift in how people are consuming this kind of content like I have never seen before, says Rachel Stockman, president of Media Network Law and Crime. The days of linear cable, watching a trial or watching a live event, I believe, are somewhat over. Yeah, well, I mean, the days of linear television broadcasts in general are, are, are more than somewhat over. So people go and find the information that they want. And here on YouTube and elsewhere, you have people, especially on lawyers' side of things, that are used to speaking to audiences and love to share their thoughts on these things. And, and, and people have enjoyed that process. So it's, it's no wonder why, you know, Emily and others have found so much success with more than a million live viewers. Some days for the herd depth trial, law and crime is the most viewed channel on YouTube carrying the court sessions in real time. But the trial has proved a veritable gold rush for other online creators. Baker is one of the biggest so-called law tubers as her channel subscriber count surpassed 500,000 this week, half a million viewers for Emily. Her podcast, The Emily Show, rose to number one this month on Apple Podcasts for U.S. Entertainment News, up from seventh place, according to Chartable. Then we get some pictures of, uh, of her situation. You've seen this in the background. That shift of attention away from broadcast media pundits to LawTube or Law Talk, okay, is permanent, says Kyle Helgel-Smith, the Misseth president of digital talent manager GMB, and I apologize, Kyle, uh, for that pronunciation of your name. It's not about even going to Harvard anymore. If you can amass the following, the rest doesn't matter. It really makes it so anybody can tell their story and show their expertise, which in other contexts, in other articles we have seen is the bad, bad thing that the media is worried about, right? This is true that you don't have to go to Harvard. You don't have to even honestly be educated in necessarily in whatever it is that you're talking about. And some of the media looks at that as an existential threat, and they are right. This particular article is more along the lines of, isn't that democratizing, right? If you have a microphone like me that I ordered a few years ago and you have a camera like me, you can talk to folks and maybe find an audience to have these kinds of conversations. Uh, well, again, like me. Uh, and so I think this is a very kind of genteel and nice way of saying this. This is a, uh, as my dad puts it in his super chat, puff piece, uh, but it is nice to see this covered without the kind of inherent vitriol we see from some of the other articles we've looked at in this space. Baker calls her largely female law curious audience law nerds and warns viewers that she is a fan of the cursy words. And we know this about Emily. We know this quite well. The mother of two first posted a video unboxing an iPhone on her YouTube channel in 2015 from Manhattan Beach. In 2017, she told her followers she had quit her job in the high pressure DA office to start an online legal consulting business but then the pandemic presented a new opportunity. Her family had moved to Nashville after her dentist husband closed his LA practice in 2020 in search of a home with an acre of land and good internet, she says. And I think at this point, um, I, I, I knew Emily Baker and we, and we had chatted uh, some, I believe. At least I knew of this move. I didn't 
know her before then. Back in 2020, she had a podcast aimed at helping small online businesses navigate the federal government's Paycheck Protection Program, or PPP. But the uncertainty of the COVID-19 crisis led her to spend more time feeding online interests where pop culture intersects the law. With an approachable, informal breakdown of major legal battles involving Britney Spears' conservatorship and reality TV stars Erica Jane and Tom Girardi, her channel had fans flocking to it. Her appeal is her approachability, says Eddie Pitzak, director of talent at Semaphore, who manages brand deals for Baker. You, always, you know you're in a good article, Emily, if you can hear me. Uh, you, you know you're in a good article when they actually go and interview your brand manager to give quotes about how awesome you are. Uh, that that article is going to work for you, and I'm, I'm happy for it. She's becoming the face of pop culture legal commentary, Pitzek says, who doesn't look like a traditional attorney, who's that stuffy old white guy from a law firm. Now, as a not quite old guy from a law firm and also white, I, I, I think that I'm going to maybe grow into that role a little bit. So I'm, I'm going to take moderate offense, Los Angeles Times. I'm joking. Uh, but but um, yeah, no, Emily Baker has a different spirit, has a different energy than a lot of the other people, even in law tube, and that's serving her quite well and deservedly so. She enjoys breaking down complex stories for her audience, Baker says, and when it comes to picking which cases to cover, she sticks to what she knows and finds interesting. This, by the way, is the only way to do it, right? Folks come to me and ask about things to cover in virtual legality all the time, and the only way that you can really do this job as much as you need to do it and get good analysis out there is to make sure you're interested in the topic. You can't just go tracing, you know, trend names. You can't just go tracing uh, all the rest uh, in that uh, in that in that space for whatever YouTube is telling you that you should be doing for the algorithm. You have to focus on something that is interesting. Um, continuing with the article. I'm not a journalist. I'm a legal analyst, Baker says. I make sure I'm interested and it's something I can actually lend analysis to in a helpful way. Oh, and we get some pictures here of uh, of her camera. I, I highly doubt that this is the way the desk always looks, uh, but it's it's very nice. One might argue if you've been watching Deputy Heard that there's excellent composition there, wouldn't you say? Uh, you get some notes that she's taken. She get a soundboard uh, and, and a lot of good uh, a lot of good close up images. Her channel was growing steadily before the Depp Heard case, adding a few thousand subscribers every week, according to analytics firm Social Blade. Then the former Hollywood couple's trial started in April and the growth became exponential. Baker had around 200,000 subscribers before the trial started on April 11th, but that has more than doubled. From April 22nd to May 19th, less than a month, her YouTube channel had 1,540% more views, 20.7 million in 28 days. Now we get into the money. Everybody's always interested in the money. In 2021, she earned about $270,000 from her YouTube channel or about $22,500 a month from about a million views, more than she took home as a deputy district attorney, she says. And what's amusing about that in terms of the, the, the market here is that that's only, I think, directly from YouTube. Uh, and certainly, as you've seen, Emily has sponsorship deals and more. As the trial reached its apex this week, the channel was estimated to generate up to $109,000 a month, according to Social Blade, which bases its estimate on advertising rates. And I will tell you, is almost always completely wrong. But even taking that under advisement, this is a little bit unfair because the trial is its own thing. And this number will come down for everybody uh, when the trial is over. So it's it's a little bit more, uh, it's a little bit, it's a little bit different uh, than, than what the LA Times is indicating here. But everybody likes to talk about the money. And Emily Baker is doing very well for herself because she's providing a product and service that we hear in general in LawTube want to provide to get more and better information out there. And there's an audience for it. So 
as we say, you've got an audience, you put the work in, hopefully you find the success that you see here described. She makes money from ads that run on her channel, merchandise and subscriptions to exclusive content, as well as super chats or super stickers, digital images that fans can pay to have pop up in their live chat feed. Yes, give or take. The most anyone has paid for a super chat message is $400. She says, I'd be willing to bet that that was paid when she crossed 400,000 subscribers. I think I might've even been watching uh, when that happened. I didn't think people would be interested in hearing days of video depositions and expert testimony. And I was wrong, Baker said. Depp sued his ex-wife for $50 million for allegedly defaming him in a Washington Post op-ed in 2018. I think we know this. This is the summary of the case. The case has been controversial and hurt in particular has become the target of online hate from those who question her domestic violence allegations against one of Hollywood's biggest stars. Baker wants to bring a more compassionate perspective. I hope that as a female attorney streamer that has worked in the criminal context, I can bring not just sensitivity to the topic, but also asking the appropriate questions if the evidence doesn't match the testimony in the most compassionate way possible. There's just a way to have that conversation without being hateful. And I love, I love this messaging. You know, obviously this is a very positive article uh, towards Emily Baker, but I, I love this messaging entirely, which is, as we've said here in virtual legality, it is undoubtedly the case that on the edges of the internet, people are treating this as a game. People are treating this uh, as it isn't real life. And I think Amber Heard, as much as she didn't kind of get the tears rolling and, and she's kind of difficult to listen to uh, when she does, in her direct testimony yesterday saying, you know, I'm a real person or I think I'm a human being, something along those lines, is accurate. I mean, she's on social media. They're allowed to watch this during the whole trial. She fired her PR team because she was unhappy with how the messaging was going. And yeah, she's getting attacked from all corners uh, and, and that can't be fun. And yes, I can look at the evidence and say, yeah, I think that this is a problem. You've got a bad case here uh, because I think you're not telling the truth in certain important ways, but we can have that conversation as Emily Baker suggests in a compassionate way. Baker is in a message group with about 20 other law tubers who all help one another navigate the new technologies they have to learn, she says. They also appear on one another's channels, often providing subscriber boosts. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a symbiotic relationship, honestly, there with people going between channels um, and getting uh, to access to other audiences and, and also bringing their own talents and skill sets and audiences themselves uh, to what's happening. So it's, it's a very interesting thing. Uh, that uh, that that message board has become. Emily has been at the forefront of essentially advising people on how to navigate certain of this stuff in terms of solving things that she has figured out. She's been a great, great person in those messages about that. Uh, and then you get like a description of them, right? You get among other prominent law tubers are Alina Alita Majeka, who runs the channel Legal Bites and is a member of the California Bar and DC Bar. Nick Riqueda, a Minnesota lawyer whose channel Riqueda Law has 435,000 subscribers. And Kentucky-based defense attorney Larry Foreman, who has the channel named The DUI Guy Plus on YouTube and was among law tubers who queued overnight to attend the trial in person. And the case has been used by some attorneys to launch their online careers. I might have put this in the next paragraph because you're going to talk about Rob. Uh, but yes, this is the law tube kind of section. All these people getting mentioned is huge for their channels. Virginia attorney Rob Morton combined his passion for woodwork and law to create a video on his channel, Law and Lumber, that he titled Woodworker Attorney Debunks Amber Heard's Broken Bed Testimony, a reference to Heard's allegation that Depp assaulted her on a bed, breaking its wooden frame, which of course was Rob's first video in a channel he just created. Depp had her denied her allegations of domestic abuse. The video has more than a million views. On the internet, larger audiences bring more criticism. Baker says she has been called biased, accused of profiting off domestic violence, I have no doubt, or told that she lacks professionalism with her purple hair and profanity, but she avoids exploitative coverage and has not monetized certain videos for ad revenue, she says. She hopes that she is bringing compassion to the topic she covers and that his law tube has been boosted in recent weeks, viewers have a plethora of new options. And yeah, to some extent, this kind of complaint 
can be accurate. Law tubers can be exploitative in certain contexts, but that shouldn't be the goal. And this is a little bit disingenuous from the Los Angeles Times to not, you know, have this same question about court TV in and of itself or the Law and Crime Network or anyone else that is broadcasting these kinds of disputes and trials. Because, yes, if we're going to go and have that particular conversation about what's happening, it's going to involve some pretty tricky propositions, right? It's going to involve things that may or may not be crimes or result in civil liability. So is that exploitative to discuss those things? I would argue if it's done in the right way, it's not. That people need to have more information about how these processes work. And in our best moments, that's what we're doing here. Do some people go too far? Absolutely. Do some people maybe slip into roles that aren't comfortable uh, for, uh, for covering these kinds of things? Absolutely too. But at the end of the day, I want to believe that most of us, most all of us are looking to actually entertain and inform about these processes so people have a better handle on what is going on. With the Depp Heard fight concluding this week, Baker already has her eyes on her next big case, the trial of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jennifer Shaw, whom the U.S. government has charged with running a nationwide telemarketing fraud scheme. Shaw has pleaded not guilty. Everyone has a different take and people get to look for the type of commentary and community that's the best fit for them, Baker says. Choice is always a good thing. And that is the God's honest truth, right? You've got a number of us, even in that DM, even in LawTube in general, that have different approaches to these things, that have different propensities, different feels. Emily Baker herself and virtual legality are, are not on the same wavelength with respect to the cursey words, right? Which is funny and that's fine. And you can't change Emily from being Emily. That's why I have that clip up of, of her swearing on my channel because I think it's amusing. Uh, but absolutely, what could be better than choice here? You can get Emily's perspective. You can get Alita's perspective. You can get my perspective. You can get Nick's perspective. You can go to the place where you feel comfortable having that perspective told, and that is a fantastic push towards these things. So yes, dad of the super chats, it's a bit of a puff piece, but you know what? Sometimes a puff piece is okay to read, uh, and it's okay to be proud of what Emily's building, what other law tubers are building, and to say, let's take a step back and enjoy what has happened in this trial, because it's interesting. It's a zeitgeist change. It's a cultural shift for how people are consuming this content, and I think it's important work. Definitely. So with that all said, I wanted to make sure we did actually get to the article. And maybe that's the format these episodes will take. It's a little conversation up front, a little hangout up front, headline in the middle, hangout at the end. Might work. Uh, you know, you could leave your thoughts on that in the, the uh, comments to this video. Uh, but I just thought it was very nice to see somebody that I know who is succeeding massively, so massively, and I'm so happy for, get coverage from an outlet that, yes, maybe is a little puffery but also is just fun fun to read through with you all. So let's get back to doing some super chats, but I, I just wanted to make sure that we read something that wasn't just, uh, you know, going to kill the spirit of anybody that ever came into this space. Like so many Hangouts and Headlines uh, episodes uh, try to do. Let's hit some more super chats. Nicole F. Okay. All right. Bear emoji, red heart emoji, bear emoji, orange heart emoji, bear emoji, yellow heart emoji, bear emoji, green heart emoji, bear emoji, blue heart emoji, bear emoji, Purple heart emoji, rainbow, 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 rainbow. Good morning from Nor uh, NorCal, uh, Northern California. Well, good morning to you. I believe that is the Care Bears represented in emoji form. Uh, Vikas Sridhar, Depp seems to have a bigger legal team. Do you think he spent more on legal representation than that showed in quality of experts 
and representation. I'll tell you, Brown Redneck is pretty famous as a law firm for doing these kinds of things. Um, but I think Depp had a more competent legal team. That doesn't necessarily make it bigger, although there's more people in court uh, at the time. Did I th Do I think he spent more? Yes, I think he spent more than Amber Heard. Richard Lehman, DUI guy paid $4,000 to take a spot, not allowed in. I, I, I'm hearing that from Super Chats. I don't know anything about that, unfortunately. Victa, super sticker. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support. Ophelia the Fair, her pledges will run out on her PR team, though. <laughs> She's only pledging them money. Uh, generally speaking, business folks, uh, they're, they're going to ask for some of that up front, especially if you have a history of saying I've done something when I only pledged it. Uh, Todos Laws Diaz, have you ever seen, have you seen everything everywhere all at once? I have not. I haven't gotten a chance to really go out to the movies much, uh, with the exception of chaperoning a trip uh, to Dr. Strange, the Multiverse of Madness one Friday uh, during this trial, in all honesty. Sandy Soderquist, since the LA Times has now called you all LawTube, can you guys get that title? If you'll note, technically they called us LawTubers uh, for the most part. The original has cobwebs all over it. Uh, yeah, we could pursue that. Um, we could pursue buying uh, those kinds of access rights. I don't know if anybody actually wants it. Uh, like I said, I describe it more as a loose coalition of nation states that are generally rowing in the same direction, but lawyers are lawyers. Uh, Miss Chu, gaming question. Are you a Mass Effect fan? Hmm, emoji. Yes, de definitely. Uh, I'm an old school Bioware fan. Mass Effect, especially one, is fantastic. I like two and three. But two has its problems as a side quest, ultimately. And three has its problems in terms of pacing and resolution. Uh, Venray, LOL. Question, what are your thoughts on FF10? Uh, personally, it's my favorite. It got me into the entire series. And Square knows I'll buy every version of it. Smiley face emoji. And I missed a hmm emoji. Um... Uh, so Final Fantasy X right after Final Fantasy IX, which is kind of an ode to the greatness of old Final Fantasies, always came as a little bit of a shock to the system. Final Fantasy X is uh, melancholy. Let's go with melancholy. I, it always comes across as very sad uh, when I play it. It's very powerful, and I think it's a good game. Um, but I miss the open world. I miss certain aspects of it when I first played it. Uh, and then I do like the remasters a little bit more. It's a very good game. It isn't my favorite. SL, go blue, go blue. Where were you when we beat Ohio last season? I was uh, collapsing in hysterics in my living room. You are awesome. Thank you for your critical and unbiased analysis. I can't. I couldn't afford a, a trip to the Michigan Ohio State game, um, but I was. Uh, yeah, I was. I was calling everybody. I know it's. It's actually a little sad uh, that it's so rare that it was like a big, big, big deal. Uh, but it was, uh, and I was super excited about it um, when it happened. So I was actually in my living room. Uh, my wife, I think, had got together like a snack spread. We were watching the games. And I think there was some game right after that I turned on that was really good as well. Um, so it was just an awesome day of football. Thank you for asking. Thank you for bringing those memories back to mind. What great memories. Linda, back in Canberra, how amusing that my daughter and I, both avid watchers of you in the panel, discuss the legal points of this case. That is awesome. That's what this is about. Question, when does sharp practice by lawyers in courts become unethical penalties? In my experience, you have to go pretty darn far to get penalized by your bar association or otherwise. It is not, it is not generally the most robust um, penalty rule maintenance system uh, in most jurisdictions. Uh, and so the answer, the reason you get panel answers that are like, nothing's going to happen on this perjury, nothing's going to happen on this evidence, is that for the most part, there's a belief that the trial system and the judicial system in general can solve for those things, right? That the other side can point those out or otherwise. And so you're not necessarily going to get in too much trouble. But if you were to do it recklessly, if you were to do it, obviously, um, you could 100% get sanctioned. You could get called before the court. You could be ordered not to practice there. You could have all sorts of bad things happen to you. What you are seeing in this case, to me, 
is maybe a little bit shady, but for the most part running into that, are we actually trying to trick the jury or the judge or are we just disorganized? And you walk that line, I would say, uh, in certain respects. Tech Kuhn, love how supported you are of your fellow YouTubers. Thank you so much. Don't know what took me so long, but I've hit the like and subscribe button. Yeah, if you're in here, we've got almost 5,000 viewers this morning. Please do like, please subscribe if you like this content. Tell folks about it. I always appreciate that uh, very, very much. Thank you so much for the super chat. Rajal Ghul 01, FIFA Ultimate Team is fun concept, but it's all pay to win and microtransactions. Hope that ends when licensing is done. That will not end. Um, FIFA Ultimate Team is a massive, massive moneymaker for EA. And so if it's EA Football Club Ultimate Team, that is going to continue and they're going to continue to try to make money off of it. That wasn't coming from FIFA. That was coming from EA. Jeff Moser, thoughts on Star Wars The Old Republic? If you played, was kind of meh, in my opinion. I played it right when it came out. I could actually see one of the like collector's edition statues of that game on my desk. I enjoy it for what it is. Uh, but when they split off to free to play, I couldn't understand exactly where membership began and ended. And so I ultimately fell off it. But I liked that game uh, when it first came out. Oima, Oblivion or Skyrim? Skyrim. Unpopular opinion. I, I like Morrowind the best. Uh, laughing, crying emoji. One eye blinking, tongue out emoji. Uh, Morrowind is weird and wild and cool. I will tell you over on the BitCast where I talk about games every Sunday, uh, Travis, one of his favorite games of all time is Morrowind. So you'd have a friend over there most definitely. Vranesh, uh, Vranesh, will her lawyers get paid before if she loses the case? Um, I don't know what their invoicing sequence is. I don't know what, what they've collected as a retainer to, be, to begin with. But yes, in general, the lawyers will be paid for, for such a mass case. Polar Shift. Do you think Amber Heard's team will blame Johnny Depp for the TMZ leaks? Very clever testimony since the guy never revealed a source, so NDA not breached. Coaching? I think he had a plan, honestly. That guy seemed very media savvy uh, when he's up there. He knew what he wanted to say to Elaine to elicit reactions. He knew what he wanted to do to go up there, and, and he had a smirk on his face the whole time. Honestly, in a different context, a little bit skeezy. Not to put too fine a point on it, but the kind of guy that you would expect to be working at TMZ. Um, and so I um, uh, I don't know. You did see that Amber tried to put in her testimony that Johnny Depp's the one with the context at TMZ. So that might come up as some kind of events. The 13th juror, you could do a YouTube short when you want a day off to let everybody know. Um, yeah, somebody recommended that. I've honestly never used that mechanism ever. Um, so I would, I would have to look at it definitely, but it's a great idea. Uh, and I've never, I've not been a live streamer before two weeks ago. Um, so I'm still figuring that out in terms of scheduling. Molly T idea for jury deliberation time, rewatch opening statements and see who kept more to what they said. Uh, they can't, I don't think rewatch the opening statements. Uh, they might be able to get a transcript of limited portions of them, but I don't think they can actually do that. They have the evidence in that room and their notes. Uh, more than direct coverage of what was said to them in court. It's kind of it's kind of an unusual circumstance. Jenna Berry Bean became a YouTube member. Hello, thank you. What a wonderful day. And Jenna Berry Bean, that's awesome. Thank you so much. Royal Sig 299, DUI guy got booted from court. Um, I don't know what happened to him, Super Chatters. Um, so I, I appreciate it. I'll, I'll look at it uh, after the stream. Roomonger, I am so happy I discovered you during this trial. Thank you for all your insight. Are you a Critical Role fan, Wizard? I'm a fan of like DND campaigns on podcasts um, because uh, Easy Allies introduced me to that kind of model. They're fun to kind of run with and, and exercise with. 
I actually have never bopped into Critical Role, if you can believe it. Um, so I should add it to my list, definitely. Scott R. Hefner, where is the join button? I love your content and thoughtful, considered style. There should be a, a join button now. I I, I went through and, and hit all the switches and toggles. People are becoming members. So please do check again. It might not be available on like mobile, Google and YouTube are sometimes weird. Laura Howard, proud law nerd, Purple Heart, fantastic. If they stuck to facts, not fiction, I'm going to go with fiction. We would never have left and found Emily. So sad for them. Uh, thank you so much for the support. Emily's great. Sprite, if Depp wins and it's 7 to 10 million, do you think Heard will appeal? How much more would she have to spend to go through this again? I think there's a good chance that either side appeals on this uh, because there's just so much emotionality built into this conversation. Um, but in all honesty, just so you know, when we talk about appeals, appeals are very low likelihood of success, especially when we're talking about a case like this one where the finder of fact has come up with, with certain decisions, the jury, because an appeals court is really only designed in a fact-based um, case like this one to overturn clear errors that directly resulted in some kind of injustice at the trial court level. And for the most part, if there aren't those clear errors and the jury made a determination, the appeals court is going to be loath to overturn it. Of course, appeals are granted all the time, but a lot more are actually filed than are, uh, than are actually granted. So it's a very difficult thing to win. Hey, Hogue, I'm excited for game night with the rest of the panelists after Depp v. Heard. Yes, after the court case, I'm going to figure out what buttons I have to do and what kind of things I have to put in to the computer to put that together. Hope you can have that soon. Request Among Us, please. I think social deduction games are absolutely necessary. Um, so Among Us, maybe some others, maybe some live board games on cameras. Uh, I've got to figure it out, and I will think about it and, and kind of structure that uh, hopefully after the trial. British 5291, DUI guy got kicked out of the line. He didn't make it into the courthouse. I appreciate the update. I literally don't know what's happening in this story, but thank you so much for the super chat. Luke Pearson feels like the online hate campaign against those who question her paired with the compassionate purple-haired woman is trying to imply she's pro-herd. I don't I don't think so. I don't I don't know that it's implying that. I mean, I, I guess I'm a little bit biased. It's hard for me to check on that because I, I know uh, how Emily has covered this case. Um, but all of her quotes talk about treating her with compassion, but are also references to Elaine Bredehoff doing things wrong and what's coming out in evidence and that kind of thing. So maybe, maybe it's implied that way. It really doesn't say as I think about it. So this is a great point in the super chat, which direction she goes on all this. Um, so maybe, it, maybe it's implied, but I, I don't, I did not read it that way. Let me get a little tea here. Jay Bird Lewis. I'm a big believer in listening to a variety of voices, even if you disagree. Reasonable minds can differ. That's why I've liked Legal Bites' coverage with the panel and Emily Baker. I watch both. Fantastic. That is awesome. Wendy's Cafe. Good morning, Hogue. Uh, smiley face. Where's your coffee? My wife brought it halfway through. Do you need another time out this morning for committing blasphemy? Uh, rolling on the floor laughing emoji. Crying laughing emoji. Rolling on the floor laughing emoji. I don't think so. I don't think so. Nicole Fugue, super sticker. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support. Erica Son, I hope Mrs. Hogue doesn't mind, but I love waking up with you for headlines and hangouts. Purple Heart, fantastic. No, I like doing this too. I like doing this too. Jeremy Morton, finally woke up at 4 a.m. and it's a little odd to listen at normal playback speed. Hashtag Final Fantasy VI. Usually listening in archive mode at uh, like 1.5 or 2x speed. I don't know how I sound at those speeds. Hopefully I can still be understood. 
Falling Needheart, looking forward to Avatar on Snowdrop and thoughts on seeing a Star Wars on Snowdrop. I like the Snowdrop engine. That's a Ubisoft engine. They do the division in it. Um, I am eager to see both of those games. I like the Ubi game. They're, they're, they're open world, check the box kind of game more than others do. It's, um, it's very zen. It's very relaxing after a tough day uh, at work. Um, so yes, I'm eager to see both of those things. Definitely. Jaden Tokar Cats, Dragon Age Origins Thoughts, a fantastic game that is overlooked because of it being launched essentially in the between period of cinematic RPGs and Bioware originals, but an absolutely fantastic game uh, that I couldn't love more. And I'm so glad you brought it to mind. A lot of good memories here. Ohio State game, Dragon Age Origins. I really appreciate it um, very, very much. Samuel Anderson, clarification from yesterday. Taken Amber Heard is an opportunistic perjurer. One or more of her documented injuries could have been self-inflicted. Johnny Depp's team hardly argued this versus Amber Heard's Yakuza finger theory. Why? I would argue that if you don't have a great theory or evidence backing up what you want to say, you got to be careful with accusations like that because it could easily turn on you as uh, victimizing the person again, right? If you have absolutely nothing to back that up, it's always a risk, and I would argue an unjust one and one not worth taking, to go and advance theories that you can't back up. Um, and especially with this emotionality, you could conceivably give her the higher ground to then complain about essentially evidence-free accusations of that kind of, of damage to herself. So I think that's why you see it there. They had stronger stuff that we saw. Britt Cormier woke up this morning looking for a dose of morning legacy media shenanigans. However, someone decided they would cover a puff piece. Are you trying to bring back the time of your summer child youth, LOL? This is the same criticism my dad gave. Sometimes you just want to cover a fun little piece here in Headlines and Hangouts. So it's not always going to be horrible pieces that we have to dissect within an inch of their lives. Sometimes it's going to be a puff piece in the LA Times about a YouTuber with purple hair. Starbright, love the critical thinking with articles. Go blue, go blue. CC, question, what does it mean when they say someone is animated? Please explain to the Norwegian girl. Hello, Norway. Um, is that like a monkey covering its eyes face? Uh, animated is, um, you know, Kermit the Frog running around. It means literally having a lot of movement in what you're doing. So when you heard animated related to like Johnny Depp in the elevator, it's because he's walking back and forth and he's like killing energy, killing off, uh, running off steam. Um, that's what animated means uh, in, in English for this purpose. Alicia Davis, why did you get involved with law? I always loved law. I love the rules uh, under which the world works. I did economics in undergrad. I did the law in postgrad because those are, in my opinion, two of the most important functions for how we see the world come about being the way it is, right? How this thing actually happens. Um, and so I love economics. I love the law. And then why did I become a transactional lawyer? It was to work those two things together and to build bridges uh, rather than fight about them. Now, as it turns out, transactional law actually pretty mean-spirited uh, on certain days, um, but I still do get to work with entrepreneurs looking to make their dream happen, and I love that so, so much. Skip and Kelly, it's my, it's my Skip's birthday Monday. Happy birthday. Will you do an H&H &H due to the holiday? I actually don't know. It really depends on how much sleep debt I'm trying to get through. <laughs> Uh, because I do, I, I am running in a very interesting state uh, over the past week, uh, and I do want to at least get some good sleep in one of these days. Uh, that might be Memorial Day, and I apologize for that in advance. I might not make an H&H uh, &H on Memorial Day. I don't always agree with you, mostly do, but you enjoy your rationale. Nobody agrees with everybody else 100%. That's what makes this fun. Go Terps, Maryland. Love Maryland. 
says my, my daughter is right now putting up a sign that says 6.30 for Stranger Things. Get ready. Don't forget. So as I said, my daughter's very, very excited. Sophie Tell, Sophie Tell became a YouTube member. Thank you so much. Zach Frisch, Amber Heard constantly says I disagree or that's wrong when she's accused of things in court. Normal people say I did not. Is this lawyer uh, advice or just her? I think she has a very specific cinematic way of saying things. And that kind of very strong I disagree or, or that's wrong is, is her doing that. Um, but I don't want to judge anybody just for their locution. Um, that's, that's not lawyer advice, uh, but it's also not damning or anything like that. Lauren H, Elden Ring or Bloodborne, keep up the good work. Elden Ring for me because Bloodborne, I just can't get over frame rate issues and things like that. Great game, but just always bugged me in terms of polish. Dr. Kartoffels a lot. You know the gist, yada, yada. Good morning, greetings. A bit of a change in pace with this puff piece. Shame yesterday with the author didn't work. Keep up the good work. All right, folks. This is going to be all kinds of headlines because some days I just need something that is a little bit happier in this space. So I'm, I'm going to commit to do this more often. So we're going to have all sorts of days to fit in all sorts of articles. I promise. I promise. I, thank you so much for the super chat. Lee Wallbank became a YouTube member. Thank you, Lee. I really appreciate it. Kelly Chambers, do you think Amber Heard's closing will focus on her defense of JD's claim or her counterclaim? Do clients normally influence what their lawyers focus on for closing or get left out of that process? Thanks. Uh, light bulb, happy face. So here's a place where I say I'm not a litigator. So in terms of actually setting up that process, I know what my litigator friends in big law firms have told me. I've watched them operate in depositions and in planning things. Um, I would say that clients always have a voice, but not the final one uh, in these various things here at, at the end. Um, but I would argue that they're probably going to try first and foremost to try to get Johnny Depp to not get money from them. And then if there's space left over, go after the counter. Uh, but the counter suit would be in the rebuttal. This is actually going to be separated into four different sections. And the very last section is Amber Heard presenting her rebuttal to her countersuit. So that will be only on the countersuit, supposedly. Uh, and we'll see exactly how much time they split between their two sections of these closing statements. Tim West, have you read any articles which state approximately, of course, Amber lied. This should be expected for a victim of DV. Haven't seen that one out there yet. Um, but I have seen, of course, a lot of folks that essentially imply that Amber is to be believed, which you can judge for yourself having watched the trial. Carly Loves Big Bang, German Hogue Fan Club. What's the best court movie of all time? Um, it's 12 Angry Men, but that's a jury room. So I don't know if that technically counts. Um, I'll think on that a little bit further. Uh, but there's a lot there's a lot of good ones, right? The judicial process, the adversarial process is naturally something that people find interesting. So there's a lot of good coverage of it in drama. Molly T, follow up to wanting opening statements during jury deliberations. I was recommending LawTube, watch them and react. Oh, oh okay, for LawTube. Yeah, maybe. Especially if jury deliberations run long. We often are looking for different ways and angles to discuss what's happening you know, in the jury room. So I'll keep that in mind. Definitely. Thank you. Emma Rain, I'm subbed to over 50 channels on YouTube. The only one I can join as a member is Emily's. Might be a country thing. I don't know. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I am sorry to hear that. It shouldn't It shouldn't be between Emily and me. Maybe if you get bigger, you get more countries. I don't know. Don Hinton, FYI, no join button on iOS, iPhone, due to surcharge. Apparently, Google doesn't like to share. Right. If you come through iPhone, you've got a 30% that they could collect or maybe 15%, depending on how they characterize the thing. We talk about that a lot in our Epic V Apple virtual reality series. If you want to talk more 
about the 30% and the various forces that are arrayed against it. OIMA, are criminal appeals different than civil appeals? Like people who get life or death sentences get a certain number. Is there one baked into civil cases too? Death sentences get a ton of appeals. Death sentences get all sorts of extra powers because it's a really big deal for the state to kill someone. I, I think you're probably right, although I'm speaking a little bit out of school here. I think that anything that puts you in a cage, in jail, in prison, is also going to get a, essentially a heightened sense of appeal. Civil is probably the bottom rung of that because for the most part, it's only money and potentially injunctions changing hands. Uh, but overall, the appeal concept is still the same. Was there a major problem at the trial level below? Sophia Tao, thank you so much. Hoglaw has quickly become my favorite YouTube channel. Been going through your older videos. Some of them are pretty funny at the beginning, right? I'm an undergrad at the moment. Any advice for someone who wants to be a lawyer, enter law school, love you and everything you do. P.S. I love Dimension 20 for D&D content. I've never heard of them. I will consider looking at that. Um, I would stay with what you're interested in. Most things that you can study in college can be useful in law school. So you don't have to go into pre-law or anything like that. So stay what you're interested in. And then by the time you get to uh, law school, you're going to want to, I mean, some of this is pretty you know, obvious, but it's often hard because there's so much of it. You're going to want to read the cases. You're going to keep up with things. In my opinion, you're going to want to raise your hand. I raised my hand a lot in law school, even though a lot of it was designed to be um, cold calls uh, and getting people on the spot uh, in that context. I, I wanted to go and get that information. And if you're willing to do that and go out in front and you don't really care how stupid you look, you can maximize the legal education you get. You can get to be friends with the professors that are actually teaching you and get so, so much more out of the process. I loved law school. So best of luck to you. And thank you so much for the super chat. Eric Duree mentioned you over on Legal Bites' stream regarding WADA and you weren't clear. So they have a pending legal issue. Want to see a collaboration with you and Legal Bites? Oh, yes. Legal Bites was just like, oh, yeah, I'll go on with Jopes again. Whatever. No, no. Uh, yeah, oh, that that might be. I uh, I watched her video on that. I think Harold Jobs actually reached out to me uh, to potentially do a virtual legality. I, I can't remember. I had a closing or was doing other videos at the time. Uh, but yeah, I will mention that to her when I see her next. Uh, Afaf Arabo Hogue, I'm here for the cheetah print coffee cup. Hats off to co-counsel Mrs. Hogue. Yep, that's what I'm. That's what I'm drinking. And it's tea. I have to tell you. A uh, heart emoji, high five emoji. LB, thoughts on Soul Reaper games? Uh, Soul Reaver uh, is fantastic. I loved Legacy of Cain Blood Omen from the very beginning. Uh, narrative storytelling at, at its height at that era of video games. Uh, and then Soul Reaver was excellent. Soul Reaver ending number one is terrible because they ran out of resources and they gave it to be continued screen at the end. Uh, but that whole series is really fantastic. I would love to see a revival there, which could happen now that Embracer Group has purchased or is in the process of purchasing uh, the Western Studios from Square Enix. We will see. Captain Conway with a super sticker. Thank you so much, Captain Conway. Zhang Chung, any thoughts on uh, LOL versus MLBB uh, lawsuit? I actually don't know this one. I will look into this. That's League of Legends versus some major league team. I will look into that. I don't know it. Um, thank you for highlighting it for me. Jeff Moser, Gotcha Games will die when? when? Sick of Genshin Impact. Genshin Impact is so massively successful. I think you're going to have to be sick of it uh, for a little bit longer. Gotcha Games have proven to be successful, whether it's Skinner Box or, or slot machine mechanics. Uh, I think you're only really going to see them changed if governments decide to regulate that process a little bit more. Otherwise, people seem to like them, and Genshin Impact is a big one. Uh, Sherikov2814, lately in the news, uh, Michigan has started to look uh, like Florida a bit. Thanks for being a solid example to the rest of the country of a Michigan man 
Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, best game ever, go Spartans. Got a lot of Spartan friends. Absolutely. Looking forward to that game in the fall as well. Red Dead Redemption 2 is an excellent game with a crazy detailed open world. I find the actual story missions a little bit limiting, uh, and it's a li- it's paced a little bit slowly for me, but I totally understand why someone would think it's the best game ever. Uh, Evocity Productions. Good morning, Hogue. Been watching since you went on Moore's Law is dead. Love the analysis. Is the stream still happening over on Legal Bytes today? As far as I know, uh, if it's not up, I'll, I'll go check in on 10, min- 10 minutes from now. Uh, as far as I know, it is, but uh, I guess I guess we'll see. Come Come check it out. Uh, Michael Perkins, 12 Angry Men, original or remake, both are good, which is a rarity, but I go for the original uh, every time. Tech Kuhn, send a rainbow bear if you want Care Bear happy headlines. <laughs> uh, Elixia, I generally enjoy hearing headlines and hangouts in the morning, and I'm going to have to figure out what order those are in at some point. Maybe I'll just start calling it H&H period. It's a great way to wake up for work, and the puff piece really made me smile and excited for the day. Thank you, someone, for backing my journalistic... Uh, integrity and article choice in this H&H endeavor. Joey Big Play, shyster lawyer. Okay, fair enough. Wendy's Cafe, speculation on how long the jury will take to reach a verdict. I like it at like Wednesday or Thursday next week. I predict that they will want to be done with this. Everyone is tired. I think they'll return today. Here's my pledge for my opinion. (laughs) Crying laughing emoji. A lot of people agree with you. We'll see how it goes. Emma Rain, I meant out of 50 channels, I can only become a member of one. Might be because I'm Australian. Shrug emoji. I hope not. I hope you get to be a member of whatever you want to be a member of. I'll look into it. Don Hinton, when does LB start this morning? Don't see a link yet. Uh, She had a link late last night. I will check on her as soon as I close up this this channel. Uh, Will do. Uh, Let me just make sure we get the last couple of super chats here. And as always, I love talking with all of you uh, in the morning. I think this is great fun. Snorri Sorstornen. Sorry if I absolutely killed that. Would love to see a LawTube Among Us collaboration. Cheers. I got plans. We'll see how it goes. Jeremy Morton, girlfriend was studying for the LSAT in 2004, and I was tempted to pay to take it just to be able to do the logic section and see how I do. The LSAT is one of the most fun tests ever. There's just Games Magazine logic puzzles in it. It's it's I, I loved it, but I'm a weirdo, so don't just take my word for it. Zhang Chung, League of Legends versus Mobile Legends Big Bang. Oh, somebody... Okay, so that's not... That's not like an esports thing. That is probably a copyright infringement thing. I will look at it. That sounds like fun. Thank you for highlighting it for me. Joey Chizek with the super chat. Thank you so much, Joey. I really appreciate it. Got some rainbows here. Congrats to Emily. Um, Just making sure we hit everything. Want to make sure nobody is missed. Uh, Don Hinton, LB link is up. She must have been engrossed in your channel. Uh, Good, good. I'm glad her link is up. Fantastic. Marion Talbot, Hogue, please visit YouTuber Parody Whitney. She's telling the story via song. Brilliant. I will I will check that out. Absolutely. Carly loves Big Bang. German Hogue Fight Club. Do you think the jury might forget JD's bad cross because of Amber Heard's even worse cross? Yes. What's your thoughts on that? Absolutely. I think Amber Heard wiped the slate clean from whatever you just saw. What effect did Amber Heard have on you yesterday? I told you the day before the last day of testimony, the Johnny Depp uh, Testament I thought was terrible. I thought his cross-examination really made me consider whether or not he was lying about many of these incidents. And then Amber Heard wiped the slate clean because she was so combative. She had that snarl in her face uh, and she was so unbelievable uh, that I really think that that just wiped the slate clean. And once again, we go into closing statements with Johnny Depp in a significant lead. Britt Cormier, I only want headlines that feed my dark heart. These pieces that give me hope need to go, LMAO. 
That's fair, Britt. That is fair. Uh, there will be hopeful pieces. I'm an optimist at heart. I think I've said that a number of times. Uh, Andrew Orndorff, uh, seconding LSAT for fun. I did that a decade ago. Really annoyed my neighbor when she learned I didn't even know how it was scored. <laughs> I bet that would. If you're really like want to go to law school, you're focused so much on it and doing well on it. And then somebody comes in, especially if you just like rolled their score. That would be very upsetting. Wendy's Cafe, War of the Worlds, original from 1938, was good, but so was the remake. Like with Tom Cruise, I thought it was good. I enjoyed listening to the Radio Vision and, uh, and also really enjoyed how they brought it into our time period with the remake of it. Yeah, I think that's a good movie, definitely. Susan Brown, thank you so much for the super chat. And I think we are caught up, so I'm going to go check in on Legal Bites. Come check out Closing Statement Day over there. We're going to have a lot of fun today. And one last pronunciation correction. I will try to remember this in the future. It is Snorre. Sore Thronen. Haha, no worries. And Hugo Peters, great content again. I'm a programmer on the Ubisoft Avatar game, by the way. You know, if you're ever looking for somebody to just send codes to, Hugo Peters, I, you know, I'm around. Um, but yeah, uh, my daughter absolutely adores Avatar. I really like Snowdrop. I like Ubisoft games. Um, I think it's got a real chance to be a lot of fun. It's called like, I don't remember, Adventures on Pandora, something along those lines. Glad you're looking forward to it. Smiley face. Glad you're here checking it out. Uh, thank you so much. And I will see you on the next headlines. I'll actually see you before that. I'll see you over on Legal Bites talking about the very last day of the Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard case. Thanks so much, everybody.